Hello, this is George, George Prince. Thank you very much for joining me for the Tales of Hobgob and Mulch, a series of stories that I've written and narrated. It's an exciting day today because we are beginning Volume 3. So this is the Tales of Hobgob and Mulch, Volume 3, Chapter 1, The Cyclops. In the realm there was a kingdom. In the kingdom there was a village. In the village there was an inn. And in that inn, two friends, Hobgob the Goblin and Mulch the Tree, told the tales of their adventures. The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch Mulch was wandering slowly through the village when she met Henry the Halfling, puffing on his pipe. Hello, Mulch, greeted Henry. You look a little wistful. I like you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm fine, said Mulch unconvincingly. We all know you've been missing Obgob, Mulch. No need to put a brave face on it with us. Henry puffed on his pipe. Hobgob had been reunited with his family after Storymere, the wild wanderer, had brought them back together. His family had stayed with them in the village and everyone had loved meeting them. It was easy to see where Hobgob got his brave and generous spirit. Hobgob had then returned with his family to visit his childhood home. And this was the longest that Hobgob and Mulch had ever been apart. Oh, is it that obvious? Mulch sighed. I'm so happy for Hobgob. He's over the moon about being reunited with his family. And we all love meeting them too. He's only away for a few moons, but I, I do miss him. We all do, agreed Henry. But why don't we go and play some buddy ball with the others? Oh, good idea, agreed Mulch, smiling at last. Let's do it. But as the friends turned down the road, they heard shouts and screams. Then folk began to dash back and forth. Run for your lives! Women and children last! Every man for himself! The folk were in a blind panic. Blimey, what's going on? Henry puffed urgently on his pipe. It's a beast! A monster! Worse, it's Cyclops! And at that moment... There was a deafening roar, filled with rage. They heard a shattering sound as an entire cottage flew through the air. It smashed into the village green, causing more panic. Then a cart followed, spinning above them, until it landed and exploded on the road. Quick! Mulch and Henry dashed through the panicking folk as a stone wall landed nearby, splintering around them. To the dragon's arms! The two friends burst into the inn. Beef, they called. Over here, quick, get under cover. Beef waved them over to his shelter below the bar. Then they saw a giant shadow cast across the dragon's arms. The monster was passing just outside. The folk are saying it's Cyclops, said Henry. No sooner had the words left his mouth than there was another angry roar. It was followed by a loud cracking noise, and it felt as if the whole realm was shaking. They crouched under the cover of the bar as bricks, beams and blocks came raining down. Oh dear, I don't think you like that, Henry puffed on his pipe. Who said that? Who said the word? A voice boomed like thunder through the hail of masonry. Henry was covered in dust and debris and decided it was best to stay hidden under the bar. 
they heard a final crack and poor Beef groaned. Then there was the crunch of a giant footstep. And the bar, their shelter was suddenly torn from above them. The three friends looked up into the single eye of the Cyclops. He threw the bar aside as though it were a matchstick. Beef groaned again as it shattered against his wall. The front of the inn had been completely flattened and Beef had a nasty feeling that Cyclops wasn't included in his insurance. This way! Beef pulled Mulch and Henry away from the fuming monster and into the kitchen. He grabbed a large copper pan and held it up defensively to protect his friends. Get back! I'm not afraid to use this! He threatened. The Cyclops knocked down the wall, reached forward and plucked the pan harmlessly away. You! Cyclops pointed a giant finger at Beef. Stop being foolish and fetch me dragon's fire water. Uh, of course, right away, said Beef, defeated. He poured a goblet and offered it to the enormous figure. That will not do. The Cyclops reached past him and seized the whole barrel, flicking off the lid and pouring it straight into his mouth. Better, he belched. Now... I'm hungry, and I know what I'm going to eat. Well, we do have a lovely lunch menu, suggested Beef. I don't want your lunch menu. I want to eat properly, and I'll start by eating the person who said that word. Then I'll eat his friends. Er, word? queried Beef. Yes, Cy... Cyclops. Cyclops! He spat the word out. Do you know how rude it is? How insulting! I do have a name, you know, a proper name. But when I hear Cyclops, it makes me very angry. And when I get angry, I get hungry. It was me, confessed Henry. You can eat me if you want, but these two had nothing to do with it. We need a plan, Mulch whispered to Beef. I wish Hobgob was here. The Cyclops was reaching his huge hand towards Henry, who was puffing bravely on his pipe and preparing to be eaten. Noble words. I'll eat you first, then see how I feel. But you're not all that big, so there's a good chance I will need to eat your friends, too. The vast hand closed around Henry. Don't eat him. He didn't say it. I did. Eat me. Mulch threw herself between the giant and Henry. Too woody. Cyclops brushed Mulch aside. You can't do this, shouted Beef, and he and Mulch charged desperately at the giant. But Cyclops flicked them absent-mindedly with such force that both Mulch and Beef were sent flying. They both lay dazed in a heap. Then there was a noise at the door. Cyril! The Cyclops turned in surprise. Hobgob! he shouted. Then he dropped Henry and ran to Hobgob. The two hugged like long-lost friends. Henry rubbed his squeezed sides and helped Mulch and Beef. Hobgob, old friend, I came to visit you, and then the folk started calling me that word, and I slightly lost control of myself. You know how I get. Angry and then hungry, I know, laughed Hobgob. They should have known better. I see you've met my friends. Your friends? 
I do apologize. I was about to eat them. Oh, Cyril and I go way back. Hobgob introduced Cyril to Mulch, Beef and Henry. We met at a group for those with one eye. The term Cyclops is considered very rude. Oh, sorry about that. Henry puffed on his pipe, apologetically. Sorry about the damage. Cyril heaved the broken bricks and, with astonishing strength and speed, put them back in place. He replaced the fallen beams and the bar. It looked almost as good as before, if a little bit dusty. And let me cover the dragon's fire water. Cyril drew out a huge coin. And a round of warm mountain tea. I'd like to meet Hobgob's friends. Well, I'm very glad I came back early, said Hobgob. So am I, puffed Henry. My family were visiting another hamlet across the kingdom, and I decided I'd like to return after so much time on the road. Looks like I got back just in time. Let's have a look at that lunch menu, suggested Cyril. I am still feeling peckish. Mulch, Beef and Henry chuckled slightly awkwardly. Then they all raised their mugs of mountain tea to toast Hobgob, his early return and his visiting friend. Thank you so much for joining me for the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter at Hobgob and Mulch. And please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye bye.